0: hi i'm andy peters and this is refuse to snooze the podcast brought to you by eve sleep where we choose to have great conversations instead of hitting the snooze button today we're going to be talking all things careers and i'm joined by someone who's had plenty of experience giving people a good night's sleep if you know what i mean it's olympic boxer anthony agogo welcome to refuse to snooze thank you for having me have you ever been interviewed on a bed before Apart from your wife asking you questions about where you were last night. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have, actually. I think this is the first time, but it's always good to have first times. Yeah, and to go out of your comfort zone. Mm. Uh, so tell me, of a morning when you've had a good night's sleep, what gets you out of bed? I'm 30 years old
1: now, since I was the age of 12. I've only ever wanted to be... a a world champion boxer. that's the only thing I ever wanted to do. And, and that, and I've been, I've been forced to retire through injury and I'm still a bit upset about it. So if you, if you hear me crying or sniffling yeah. or if I just run out the door, then that's, yeah. um, that's gonna be that, that's gonna be the reason why. But do you know what? Like, what gets me out of bed every morning? Just that desire to be great at what I strive to be. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that is the, I've never genuinely handled my heart. This isn't a, a cool thing to say to sell a t-shirt, but I've never, ever, ever had to rely on my alarm clock to get me out of bed in the morning because when I've, when I've got a fight lined up and I, and I'm training for it, just knowing that that person's out there working hard to beat me, that's enough to get mm-hmm. me out of bed in the morning and just to, and just to kick ass as, as much as I can each day. And
0: actually, I suppose when you are a professional boxer, you are, you're right every second of training could be the difference between you winning and losing that fight and if you wake up and think i'll hit the snooze button mm. actually that com- opponent mm. might be not hitting the snooze button and getting that like 9 minutes extra training in
1: i've had i've had two two fights come to mind that have won on a count back in the amateurs which means which means you no, the points at the end of the fight were exactly the same. Right, And then what they do, they go back to the secondary scorecards, and then that suggests the winner. I've actually had one of my fights in the Olympic Games. This has been voted the best boxing match ever in Olympic history. My 2nd round fight against Ivan Koytov, the, the Ukrainian world champion, hadn't lost a fight in two years, knocked everybody out. Nobody nobody gave me a chance. When the draw was done for the Olympic Games, I had to fight Dominican. I beat him my first fight and then they said to me we've got to fight Ukrainian I know every single person in my team in the Great Britain team even the team manager when he read it out I've been through a tough time even getting to the Olympic Games I suffered two shoulder dislocations when mum had a brain aneurysm on the eve of Olympic Games so she was in the coma at the whole Olympics it's a real tough time for me but when the draw was done and they said I had to fight Kryanthov. Every single person in that room thought, do you know what, at least the go go got his Great Britain tracksuit because he ain't beating Kryanthov. And I know that's what the thought went through the room. And I thought, do you know what, just just watch, just watch this. Even though my shoulder was hanging off on, on a, by a thread, my achilles were ravaged, I had a broken rib, and my mum was in a coma, and I never thought I'd see her again. I thought, do you know what, just watch, this is what I can do. And I turned up and I boxed him and then at the final score was 18 all. and then I went back to a count back. This has never happened in Olympic history. The count back went back to the count back. That was 52-52. Never, ever, ever has there been a double count back. And then what they did, the referee was like, what do I do? Because this isn't in the rule books. Like mm. This has never happened before. Mm. So we went round to each judge and went, who and won? And each judge said, every single one of those five judges said, a oh, go-go's won it and I got the win. And um, So going back to what you were saying, and saying, like, the margins are so small, yeah. so small, literally, and I'm not even exaggerating, literally, a press of a snooze button can be winning or losing.
0: Was that the career highlight, of the Olympics?
1: Um, <sighs> do you know, it's, it's a tough one. I, it's, I find this really hard to, a really hard answer to, to talk about because, as I mentioned a moment ago, my mum had a brain aneurysm just before the Olympic Games I sat by her side for four weeks didn't do a press up didn't do a sit up didn't throw a punch in anger and then my sisters and my wife they, they guilt tripped me into into doing the Olympics so I wasn't going to mm-hmm. do them because they said they said to me and you got to do them because if you don't when mum when mum gets better nobody thought she was going to get better at this point when she gets better she'll feel awful knowing you didn't do the games because of her and I was like I can't not do them yeah. now. They played that card, so I did them and I went back to training that first that first week. I had one week in training up in Sheffield with the Team GB where we trained. I had one week of sparring. I threw a sloppy jab. Fred Evans, who went on to win a silver medal slipped it through, right up to the body and he broke my rib. So after that spar, I sat on the edge of the ring apron, had a broken rib, a damaged shoulder, damaged Achilles. And I said, worst of all, my mum was, I didn't think I'd ever see her alive again. And so when I, and what I was doing, I was, I was generally sneaking out of the Olympic village. So I'd wait to the coach in the bed about half past 10, 11, 11 PM. I'd get out, get out the village to Stratford I'd get the central line To Wanstead Where I'd park my car mm. I'd drive up the M11 To Adam Brooks I'd sneak I'd, I'd talk to the nurse They'd let me in I told them I was in Olympic Games I'd sit with my, Hold my mum's hand For two or three hours Leave there at 4am Get back to the village At 6.30 Before the coaches woke up And then That was the day Then, then the day would go on then, I, then I'd box And when I lost In the semi-final To the Brazilian He didn't beat me Because he was better than me He beat me Because I was just Mentally drained Emotionally mm. Physically drained So so, but going back to answer your question, I mean that fight against Krytov, that should have been, and you know, probably still is—the the, the greatest moment of my athletic career. But in that time, I told you about. So they were deliberating who won, the count back for double count back. I'm sitting there thinking, I wonder if I can get back to the, get back. Okay, I wonder what the traffic's like on North Circular if I get oh, to my, my car. Goodness. Rather than being in the moment, enjoying oh, the moment, I was thinking about my mum. So. It was it was tough for me. It was, it was a tough, and I don't want to sound. I don't want to get the violin out and and and, and say oh, oh, poor me, poor me. But it was just a tough time. And people want when they ask you about it, they want to hear. Oh, the, the Olympics in London must have been amazing. You want you want a medal and blah blah blah. blah. You with Joshua, you're with Luke Campbell, and all you know, Je, you know Jessica Ennis and my family, all that great stuff. And I'm thinking. I didn't want to be there. I, I wanted to be home with my family. I, want, I wanted to be a son to my mom and a brother to my sisters and yeah. hold our family together. But I was away, and I had this a conflict in my head thinking, "Hang on, I'm I'm away boxing for me when I want to be at home." But by me doing it, it wasn't a selfish act, and you know, it, it was it was a good thing. I brought my family together in a difficult time. I brought you know, the community together in a different mm-hmm. time, and yeah, it's it would be there. So. <laughs> The short answer to your question,
0: yeah, yeah that was a highlight. <laughs> <laughs> so you've, you have retired, you've announced you've yeah, retired. Uh, what's on the horizon? Have you had time to think about oh, it? God. Because a lot of people retire and then go and do Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah, you've done Strictly I'm, Come I'm, Dancing. I'm
1: done, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm seriously thinking about getting into politics. I just think the country's such a mess at the minute. And, like, this Brexit thing, which everyone, yeah. everyone's like everyone's um, so annoyed at it, like, that's going to that's affect not just us, but our children Mm. and our children's children. And I I don't know if the guys at the top now really think or care or they say they care but do they really care I just think cause 4, 5, 6, 10 years time they're done nothing, they're retiring mm. and it's going to be our mess to pick up and I just think maybe should I kind of get involved in it now because in 20 years time I could be Prime Minister 25 years time I'm 55 years old still quite a young a youngish man to a degree that's something I really am thinking about politics but um, maybe I think I've got one more athletic feat in me I'm only 30 I'm still a young man I'm still very hungry I've got a lot of determination left in me professional wrestling I love yeah, wrestling, as you know. Yeah, Andrea I know you did Yeah, do I go down that route? I just don't know any sport that you sports could go into. that would could go into, but also that would that would like turn me on like boxing turned me right, on. Okay, yeah. And other sports kind of would wake me up before my alarm like like boxing did. And boxing one of those sports where again it's for me. I'm, I'm very biased, but one of those sports where. It just encapsulates everything: physical prowess, mental prowess, determination. It's just the the, the individual aspect of it. It's you versus your opponent. The best man wins. I'll, what I used to love about boxing, and it hurts me. What I used to used uh, yeah. What hurts me. What I used to love about boxing is the fact that, like, I beat so many guys that were better than me, mm-hmm. were bigger than me, stronger than me, faster than me, but I used my brain to beat them. Yeah, you know, and it's, and, and and vice versa. I fought guys that weren't physically as good as me but gave me real good fights because it was a, it was, it's, a, it's a thinking man sport as well as a, an athletic thing so that's what i love about the boxing aspect it, it you know you, it's not just the fastest guy wins like 100 meters not like the the, the most in, durable guy wins like in the math and it's the it's the guy with everything
0: anthony it's amazing to have you here thank you so much for your time have you enjoyed it i've had a great time good uh and you still like this eve bed it's good isn't it Uh, so comfy comfy. i'm I'm, I'm, I'm not leaving yeah well that well you can stay but you can't stay till next week because i've got another (laughs) guest uh as a thank you for refusing to snooze head over to evesleep.co.uk and use the code refuse to snooze for to get a free pillow with any purchase over 100 pounds valid until the end of may tune in next week where i'll be joined by tv presenter anna richardson on pillow talk and sharing your bed with a special someone hello to subscribe for the next episode visit evesleep.co.uk forward slash podcast.